1: It is June 22nd, 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Raj Geary. And uh, Raj, your phone is blowing up there. Uh, any update on the whereabouts of one Matt Morgan?
0: He is on his way. So He'll be here soon.
1: There you have it. Um, so, why before we get into Raw, why don't we start with the news and uh, what has been going on the past, I guess, 96 hours now in the world of wrestling.
0: It's been crazy. I mean, uh, you know, it's you know, we were talking a little bit off the air uh, before we started. Um, You know, when Me Too happened, we didn't see all these stories come out with with Me Too. You had Lita; she had the, you know, like the tat, you know, the she had it on ink on her arms. Yeah, Yeah, times up. Uh, But you didn't see all these stories coming out, and then just last week, after the stuff with David Starr and the allegations against him. I think David Starr is done. It's, it seems like he's done with the industry, uh, more or less. And then just the floodgates opened up. A lot of NXT UK guys uh, being accused of, you know, and it's varying degrees of, uh, you know, between verbal assault, sexual assault. Um, and then now AEW, uh, Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Havoc it was definitely the worst of them. Uh, I, I believe he's the only guy with the, that has had credible uh, allegations against him. Uh, Impact uh, and Impact actually just sent us a statement that they have released Dave Christ and Joy Ryan. Uh, I mean, it's just been insane, you know. The Young Bucks—they—they've they've been taking down all these episodes of being the being the elite with Joy Ryan and them. Uh, all this stuff—it's just been—it's just been, it's just been an insane. Forty-eight hours this past weekend, I I decided to take the weekend off to just spend it with my daughters and just get my mind out of this because it's just been a lot of this stuff is just so disturbing the allegations coming out
1: and uh there's been so much of it so i mean we discussed this the other night but wrestling inc i mean this is the thing it's like there's not one to talk about there's not five there's not even ten um wrestling inc has all the latest details with the speaking out movement and uh the latest developments everything that's going on there um yeah I'm you know, not a journalist uh, per se, but you know, certainly I am outraged at the actions that we are hearing described. I'm heartbroken and sympathetic for all of the victims, um, and I'm just disappointed by and large in uh, this industry uh, that allowed this to happen. And this has been a tough, tough time to be a wrestling fan.
0: It is, but this, I mean, it does happen in all forms of entertainment. Uh, this is not something unique to wrestling. Uh, we are... F- seeing the outcry at a different time than a lot of different forms of entertainment did. Um, but yeah, you know, at, at the same time, better, at least um, people are coming forward. At least people are coming forward with their stories. Um, and hopefully, um, you know, things change and we're seeing, uh, uh, you know, actions being taken. You know, I just mentioned uh, Dave Crist and Joy Ryan uh, released by impact wrestling. Uh, WWE they released uh, Jack Gallagher um, so yeah uh, I mean there were some uh, pretty heavy accusations against Matt Riddle um, he lawyered up um, he vehemently, vehement, vehemently denies uh, any everything and he says that the woman has been um, basically a cyber stalker like has been after him for a long time and apparently WWE has known about this for a while that uh Huh. Or he, at least his version. He told WWE that uh, this woman uh, had been stalking him for a long time. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it's it's a it's a lot of a lot of stuff uh, today. Sammy Guevara uh, was suspended by AEW. Uh, he made comments in 2016 about Sasha Banks. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, he he said, bros, Sasha Banks, oh, my God. When I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go effing R that woman. Um, so I, I, he was 22 years old at the time. This was four years ago. I don't know how anyone can ever say something that stupid. But, again, his is a little different because it's words. It wasn't it, – it's still stupid as hell. He deserves to be suspended. But, uh, um, you know, it, it is different than – in my opinion, it's different than these uh, some of these assault allegations.
1: And AEW has suspended him for the time being. He's going to go through sensitivity training. And uh, suspended without pay, his salary is actually going to a Jacksonville, Florida, women's charity uh, for the duration of his suspension. Um,
0: yeah, and this is their statement. AEW insists on doing our part to create a world of understanding and respect for humankind. We therefore strongly condemn the extremely offensive and hurtful words of Sammy Guevara, as such, effective immediately, Sammy is suspended without pay. Until further notice, Sammy has agreed to undergo extensive sensitivity training, and upon completion, his future status within the company will be reevaluated. During his suspension, his salary will be donated to the Women's Center of Jacksonville. And we mentioned earlier um, uh, Jimmy Havoc. Um, he is in rehab right now. No action has been taken against him, but it's believed that once he's out of rehab, something will be done. I can't imagine them um, holding on to him.
1: We shall see. Um, so there, uh, stay tuned to Wrestling Inc. for the latest on this ever-evolving story. And uh, yeah, it's, just, it's just tough. It's tough to, to read all these things that are coming out now. Um, I feel like this is going to be the most abrupt change we've ever had. <laughs> no, I don't know podcast. how to
0: transition from this. Matt, uh, you there?
2: Yeah, you ready to talk about Raw? Matt Morgan. Yeah, can guys, you? go ahead. Yeah, if you can hear me, go ahead and start off. I'll be right there. Just go ahead.
1: Okay, so Monday Night Raw tonight, <laughs> this really felt like a Bruce Pritchard run show. Um, it was fast-paced. No segment went on for too long. Um, we got this really good teaser at the beginning of the show telling us everything that was going to happen tonight, the champion edition of Monday Night Raw. Um they really built up these matches. We were going to have Oscar versus Charlotte, uh, the street profits versus the Viking Raiders. Um, the, yeah. And just, uh, the women's tag team titles as well. So I think with this hype package going in, opening up with, uh, Drew McIntyre coming out there and then, uh, being interrupted by Dolph Ziggler, who is now announced he's on raw from the SmackDown roster. So good for Mandy. and Otis. Dolph Ziggler won't be trying to, uh, ruin that relationship anymore. Um, Ziggler mentioned he and Robert Roode are have been sent to Raw. They were uh, the trade for AJ Styles, who went to SmackDown, and uh, basically called his title shot for Extreme Rules, saying Dolph Ziggler versus Drew McIntyre at Extreme Rules for the WWE Championship.
2: Nobody cares. How about that? Nobody uh, cares. Dolph Ziggler versus Drew.
1: Yeah, like I can I can suspend disbelief, but come on, like. I-
0: I mean, I feel like I make this joke every year, but it's like they're like, "Oh, it's been 16 months. We forgot to put Drew Mac- I mean, uh, Dolph Ziggler in the world golf. title program. So uh, it's that time. Give him some wins before you're putting him in a world title picture. Have him, you know, give him a, a few months where he's winning matches and not just uh, a prelim guy. And they they keep doing this. But by the way, first of all, you guys give me a lot of shit with the golf stuff. What are you wearing there, Matt? What is this shirt?
2: A Ralph Lauren polo shirt.
0: Yeah, that's flag very flag. that's very golf club.
1: No, Raj, we give you shit. It plays into your no. Scrooge McDuck uh, affluent yes. lifestyle with the country club and the links.
0: Very I think accurate. that shirt plays more into it.
1: Matt plays on a public golf course that he insists upon paying for.
2: Raj, Raj, that I built. No, Raj, Raj Geary, affluent AF. Start the hashtag, folks. Start the hashtag.
0: <laughs> look at that shirt anyway we'll, we'll move on I think I have the same one but just uh...
1: <laughs> ah, so we're all very excited for Dolph Ziggler
2: versus Drew McIntyre yeah. at Extreme Rules <laughs> if, even five years ago guys and he's a friend of mine Nick but I get no joy out of saying this. We're all thinking it, right? When that happened tonight, wasn't everybody at once going, you've got to be kidding me, WWE. What Raj just said is true. Plus, this is like 10, ten years, five years past being even remotely believable that he deserves a title shot. Not because he's not good. Look at WWE. I screwed the pooch with him time and time and time again to make him a bona fide main event talent, which he should have been for many years. But they screwed it up. So he's not believable in any title situation for me anymore. Unless he's got a tag team partner. Like him and Rude, I can kind of see as a tag team champion. That's about it.
0: I agree. I mean, uh, you know, Dolph is ultra talented. We all know that. Uh, yeah. But with just the way they use him to just, it's like when they had Braun Strowman against Miz and Morrison. No one thought Miz and Morrison were winning. <laughs> it's like, why even just keep him off the card? Give him that that pay-per-view off. Um, it it almost devalues the title more than it than it's helping yes. the the wrestler.
2: It's hurting Drew, I feel it hurts Drew.
0: Yeah.
1: no, I agree. Um, the last good feud Dolph had uh, where he seemed credible was with the Miz, and that was when he came off the losing streak. They made that the joke of the feud that he like kept losing these opportunities.
0: That was um, like four years ago.
1: Yeah, and then when he won, and then the Miz tormenting him with the Spirit Squad. Since then, I feel like he's just been a uh, treading yeah. water at the mid-card, you
0: know? I mean, whatever they ask him to do, he does a great job at it. I sure. feel like he was great with the Otis stuff, but again, he, you know, mentally, when you're seeing someone lose all the time and then they're put in the world title position, it, it just, no, you're right. it, you look at it like a sport. You know, you, you're just not going to buy it.
1: You're right. Uh, Jackson Callens, 499 Super Chap, hey, some Jackson. positivity. Cobra Kai is back.
2: Jackson's finally giving Jackson. You're giving us positivity this time.
0: Right?
2: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, to Netflix. We're, we're always lifting Jackson's spirits. We're proud to do it, Jackson. But that's huge news for me. I did not know that.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's coming to Netflix season three. Uh, they haven't announced the date yet, but at least oh. we know that it will see, in the light, see the light of day soon. Of course, it's leaving YouTube
0: red.
2: Yeah. Jackson, I take that back. I thought it was tonight. <laughs> I thought I had plans to watch something after this. Dang
0: it. Do you watch the uh, the end of the Undertaker? The last ride.
2: If you didn't cry a little bit, you're not a wrestling fan or you're not human. One of the two. Or both. I
0: haven't haven't gotten a chance to finish it yet, yet, but I did hear that he basically said he's retired, but if Vince calls him, (laughs) he'll do whatever he says.
2: Dude, it was the (laughs) ultimate... He's been searching for his great send-off. We all saw it in that Mania match versus AJ. We all said it, but but this this documentary was the perfect send-off watch the end of it raj it was awesome yeah the music the montage of him and then like him just sitting out on this lake going off into the sun. dude it was perfect <laughs> dude i cried i cried i thought it was I'm, awesome
0: i'm gonna watch it tonight I, I love like a lot of the uh outtakes they did from the old uh the old vignettes that he did and and uh like a lot of the old footage. So I, I love this documentary. I, it's It was definitely is a must see. Chat, so.
2: Is the chat room calling me a what's right now? Probably. Let's see.
0: <laughs> nothing. Uh, nothing. Uh,
2: About no, crying?
0: Nothing, no. nothing, nothing too bad so far. We'll see.
2: You have to see it, guys. You yeah. have to watch it. So good. So good.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's get a couple of these super chats. Uh, Leonza Duncan saying Dolph versus Seth. The Icy title a couple hey. years ago was good. Yes, I thought that and, brought Seth down.
2: And the yeah. match, though, it, it did bring him down. And the matches itself are going to be good, All right? Which is a, a testament to Dolph. Because any false finish he's hitting somebody with ain't nobody buying. So if you do buy it, it really means he's really good, right? Yeah. yeah. Because we know he's not going to win the match, but that's how good he is, right? But dude, it did bring it did bring Seth down.
0: Yeah. Uh, Pizza Claus saying, Here's five bucks. Go buy yourself Pizza a mint class. julep at the Country Club, Raj. I think he means Matt. Look at the shirts. <laughs> What's in the Snapple bottle, Glenjamin? <laughs> no, no, as it, it were.
1: Diet Diet Peach Snapple. I drink this, and then sometimes I drink uh, the uh, Brett Michaels uh, Troparaca Snapple.
0: Uh, yes, very fancy. Um, toxic Prince saying Raw felt like SmackDown, which is good. And am I the only one who thinks Drew's title run is getting stale?
2: No, are you kidding me, Toxic? No, you're not. Weird thing. Uh, I thought they did a good job with him until recent.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I, I agree. Uh, Justin Lopez saying this is just filler till we get Orton and Drew. And uh, yeah, I think Orton and Drew has, that's got to be the SummerSlam match. And this would probably have been Jinder if he didn't get hurt again. I agree.
1: And then Carlos Oloya, buck 99. Greetings from Colombia. Big fan of the
2: blueprint. Yeah. What's up, Carlos? How are you, buddy? It's awesome.
0: Um, so Keith Robinson saying if not Ziggler, who would you book instead? I think Lashley makes all the sense in the world again yeah because he i mean that was a close match he got distracted by lana so he's got the case for a rematch right like okay. lana kind of cost him that match so unless they're gonna do lashley and uh drew at Summerslam, which i don't think i think I, uh
2: i would pay john cena all the money in the world to come back and put him over
0: yeah he needs he needs a name to to beat yes.
2: yeah that's what that's what it feels like
1: I agree with that. Um, so we had Nia Jax come out, interrupted by our truth Nia nice said she didn't have, uh, wasn't in the mood for his stuff tonight. Uh, Akira Tozawa appeared behind the announcer's. <laughs> like, this was so
2: silly. She, she popped me with that, by the way, tonight. Yeah.
1: Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, but Akira, like, his appearance there, chasing him away. I mean, he's leaning into this ninja thing. So, you know,
0: do what Gotta you're going to do. It. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's something for him. Uh, there's it's a combination between like offensive entertaining and uh and stupid (laughs) but it's something for him you know at least he's getting tv time which he wasn't getting before i guess
1: yeah um it is what it is man uh so charlotte flair came out and naya cut a promo all about charlotte and nepotism which uh, was interesting, and uh, they ended up in a brawl. But did you guys think it was strange that there's Naya going on and on about nepotism to Charlotte, and at no point she, you know, doesn't say, Why don't you go call your cousin and see what he thinks? I mean, it just seemed odd that they wouldn't give her that
2: talking point because, yeah, the rest of us were thinking it, right? Yeah. <sighs>
0: I, I don't know if WWE wants people to know that Rock has influence in a weird way. Like, okay. they always bring up the Flair stuff. They never bring up Rock, right? Like, with, uh, with any of the stuff, so... Um, I saw an
2: interesting uh, theory
1: on Twitter. Maybe they're saving that for his daughter.
2: I would hope so. It's his daughter.
0: Yeah. But the, his daughter's that's years away. You she's would
1: think. At, in the PC. She's in the audience. She's there every Right.
2: Day.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's in the audience. But as far as... Year before she's too? on the main roster... A year yeah. or two. Uh, she's she's, she's young. young. I mean, she's uh, green. I,
2: yeah.
0: I mean Charlotte. I mean Charlotte was there for years before uh, getting on the main roster, and and I think Charlotte. I mean, people are so uh, divisive with Charlotte, uh, but don't I don't know why. Her, I don't either. I think she's she's awesome, and I think her and Oscar; those are the the two best women you have right now.
2: Ah, and they
0: blew it. I thought they blew it tonight. WWE, I mean not Charlotte and Oscar, because you have Charlotte finally getting her win. She's never beaten Asuka and then she finally does it on a, a random yeah. Raw. Not a uh, pay per view.
2: Oh, I like the match though. Like I, I was gonna say. Oh, the I match was great. It A, this match. hmm Not that I've ever given letter grades, but I just did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no stars. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: oh, um, my monitor is flipping out. Hold on a second.
1: So this got broken up. Um, we saw <laughs> backstage. This was kind of interesting. The Viking Raiders and the Street Profits together, um, being all buddy buddy, right before they had their tag team title match with the Street Profits retaining.
2: I don't. I don't know. I, I give up on this. <laughs> 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 I, I, Can I you guys? Up- yeah, I see Keith Robinson's chat.
0: Yeah, you're frozen. Can you guys, can you guys see me? You're frozen. Oh, no, you're frozen. Okay. Let me take you I'm off gonna... and put you back on. Okay. Sure.
1: Um, while he's doing that, Justin Lopez, $10 Super Chat, I think Vince is going to ask Taker for one more match, and it'll be at Survivor Series for his 30th anniversary. It's a huge milestone. When does one make 30 years in the WWE?
2: Okay, but he just got the ultimate swan song. Yeah. the ultimate send off i've never i'm being so serious about this i've never seen a better send off don't wrestling someone's going to point one out probably but i personally can't think of one that was that damn good that was so good it was and it, er- it
1: erased the memory of uh the bad match with roman and the stuff where he was showing his age oh, and what was awesome was they took us there he allowed
2: us to go there with him uh, yeah. the emotional ups and downs he went through and the 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 mental anguish. there was one point where he was good finally and then michelle was the one's like but it's aj you know you're gonna have a great match versus aj and like talking him into it do you know what i mean like yeah this was so well done you guys have got to see this if you haven't seen it i loved it
1: anthony y499 pointing out the takers brother passed around when they filmed mania that had to be hard yeah really
2: Michelle McCool also lost a, a nephew or a cousin, I believe, in a car accident oh, wow. that same week. it was This This series just was so damn good. Kudos to WWE on this and to Acre for letting them go there. Dude, yeah. I'll, you can go on YouTube right now and watch like a 1,001 interviews with Undertaker on all these uh, awesome shows. And the dude is loving it, you can see, which I, I, I like that for him. I'm happy for him.
1: Yeah, it's interesting to see him doing more stuff uh, out of character and talking about his process, because I think his character has been so protected and
2: mysterious. Thank, thank you for doing that. Like, yeah. I cannot – it cont- you, you used to piss me off. It was like when everybody started liking the Dallas Cowboys, I used to get angry, right, because hmm. that was my team, and they sucked until they started winning Super Bowls. And you get kind of like, you're not a real Cowboys fan. You don't know who Danny White was, Tony so you set you're, You know i Smith, but you're not you – yeah, know, anyways. That's how I felt with Undertaker. That was my guy. It was Hulk Hogan first, Andre Jonathan Hogan, and then Taker as I got older. Taker was my guy. So, like, when I'm in WWE, I see, like, guys that weren't tall. They were just, like, five foot ten wrestlers and cruiserweights. Like, just saying the Undertaker was a favorite wrestler. And I always be like, that's not really your favorite wrestler. You're just saying that to be politically correct or because he's a locker room leader and he commands the most respect. You did not have his posters in his room like I did. You you know you did not like worship the ground that this dude walked on like I did. Do you know what I mean? When you have something you really love and then it blows up and everybody likes it, that's how I felt with Undertaker. I didn't want to share. Him.
1: In a way, he's like uh, the KRS-One of wrestling. Like,
2: <laughs> Do you know what I mean by that? Though, or am I the only person yeah. that's weird like that?
1: No, I get it. I think he was, um, he was your guy. Yeah,
2: right. And yeah. So so this documentary series was uh, was awesome. Let's get enough.
1: Uh, Pizzy claws $5 saying Otis needs to cash in on the winner of Drew and Randy at SummerSlam and turn totally healed and start cheating on Mandy and acting way too cool for school (laughs) (laughs) acting too (laughs) cool for
0: school oh my gosh him dumping Mandy Jesus that would be that would be
1: something baby uh, Otis belongs to the world now (laughs)
2: the third <laughs> like when, right yes yeah, a superstar they should do that actually they've talked about that would be
0: hilarious uh did you guys finish the street profits and Viking raiders no
1: we have not right. talked about yes, that yes yeah, we did
0: I, I gotta say this like they they've been building this for weeks right and it's just a throwaway match on raw again what, it's like
2: what did you think it was gonna be like the heart foundation versus the bulldogs
0: I, at least do it on pay-per-view see we got extreme rules coming up do it you know you've, you've had all this build make it feel like it's there's a payoff the
2: build to me is more about some shenanigan backstage gimmick they do together than it is a match yeah
1: the fact that the four of them were together and had like a secret handshake they did together <laughs> with all their fists in the air before the match really killed any heat
0: yeah. i think going into this it's yeah I just feel like it, it, this is why matches don't feel big anymore. Like, between that, between Charlotte yeah. and Asuka just throwing it away on Raw, you, you know, that could have been a great storyline. Like, you, doing video packages on how Asuka never beat Charlotte and, and making it a huge deal. Instead, you just threw it away, and you got Asuka beating Charlotte on Raw. But
1: Well, but, I mean, we'll talk about that. Uh, Steve Marker Chili, Buck 99, saying Charlotte versus Tessa, or Asuka versus Tessa. Which one if you had
0: to pick? So, ooh, Charlotte so. versus Tessa.
2: Charlotte because of the uh, you know, their dads. Yeah, the yeah. Horseman
0: story. Yeah, Oscar versus Tessa would be great too. That's just it's just there is a built-in storyline uh, with Charlotte, Charlotte and Tessa.
1: Terry Allen Jr. Five dollars. Matt Hardy and Chris may be hard question, which alter their characters effectively throughout their careers.
0: Chris, Chris who? Who's Chris?
2: Jericho. Chris Jericho. Oh.
1: How'd you know that? I'm mean, I'm just guessing. I mean, who's <laughs> altered their characters throughout? These are critical thinking skills, Effect- Matt. This is what they taught us.
2: They, well, first of all, they have both done it effectively. If we're asking which one's better, Jericho no Jericho,
0: hundred percent. Yeah, Jericho is a main event act. Matt Hardy uh, with this character, it, it, it's it works towards a a segment of the the audience, but it's not a it's not he a main a, event act.
2: He, he has a job.
0: Yeah. T.
1: T. Smitty 3000 says, when Taker gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, he should be the sole inductee like Andre in 93. And Matt, uh, he wants to know, did Taker, or what advice did Undertaker give you in particular?
2: I had the worst luck ever. The guy, he was hurt both times I was up there on SmackDown. Oh, wow. Excuse me. Um, oh, sorry. But, but, we did. he did come to an overseas tour that I was on, and he taught me his blow-up drill. He was actually showing the kids in NXT that drill. On that show, the documentary yesterday. And huh. It was just a way to hit the ropes and how you should always take pride in how you hit the ropes and the strides you use as a taller guy. And how everybody's always looking at my footwork. Just, and I'm like, I remember telling like, Dude, I'm like a two sport athlete. Like, it's all American. Like, I think I passed the athlete test. I remember being like, No, 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 no. Everybody's always looking at your footwork. I've had many all Americans here that couldn't work a lick. Once I got inside a wrestling ring, it's all about your footwork. And he'd show me uh, how he hit the ropes and this this uh, hitting the ropes and bumping drill he would do. Dude, he'd go like 100 miles an hour. And huh. he would bump like, he'd, he'd go back and forth, bump back and forth like a thousand times. And he said if you did that every day, you would uh, increase your ring cardio. So I did it every day on the tour. I was the first one in the arena to make sure when he walked in, he saw me doing that drill. Because um, I think the stupidest thing you could ever do is take advice from somebody and then not at least show them. Yeah. Not that you're grateful. You say, oh, well, thanks for saying that. And post it on some, on Twitter or something. Instead, actually use it and let them yeah. see you using it.
0: Can I I got to – sorry. I got to address this guy. Matt Grudlewidge. Uh, saying, can't win with you guys. Either you complain that the matches on Raw are meaningless or you complain that they put big matches on Raw and not pay Please understand the difference. You can have a match with a Stip with the winner facing Asuka, but not throw away Asuka versus Charlotte. There is a big difference there. So. Uh, <sighs> and,
2: I, and, and Mike, I don't recall me saying I had a problem with it.
0: I did. I had a problem with it. <laughs>
2: but... Anyway.
1: Yes. Uh, Brian Barry, Buck99, says, why not Rude versus Drew?
2: I would take that instead, but it's still the same explanation would have to be given. How did he earn it? Where did it come from? I, I agree with Raj, um, what he said about uh, D- Diggler. Diggler, Jesus. D- good Lord. <laughs> Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler. <laughs> uh, what, what Dolph Ziggler, same thing. Like give him some, you know, I Bobby's very deserving. We're talking about straight-up talent. Promo the whole world. he's the whole package, but he's just not there anymore. I hope he is again. And Bobby can't travel,
1: right? He's in Canada.
0: Canada.
2: And, yeah. Well, maybe there's a, <laughs> there's that. But I think those
0: are uh, loosening up now. I think they're going to be allowed to start traveling again.
2: I don't know why I thought he lived in Tampa or something like that. Yeah, no. I don't know why.
0: Uh so.
1: The Street Profits won that match and retained. I mean, this, this was an okay match. It's just this, there's this isn't even a feud anymore. This is a story about how two tag teams competed against each other and became friends. Yeah. Yes. They looked like they were going to go out and start fighting crime together uh, at the end of that promo backstage before that. Like, it's oh. just uh, like this, there's nothing competitive about this. After uh, the Street Profits won, though, they were attacked by Angel Garza and Andrade. Um, and uh, Zelina Vega looked on. So I think that's where they're going next.
0: I like it. I like uh, Andrade and Angel Garce's attack team. I think uh, I think uh, that's that's a logical progression for him.
1: It is. Given how much oxygen they gave this to to this tonight, including the go home segment, what do you make of the Seth Rollins promo in this build to that last segment with with Ray and Dominic and the way Rollins is talking to Austin, pardon me, Austin Theory and Murphy. He's got a message. This soon all will be revealed.
2: This just feels so whack to me. They're going to change the character, maybe. Maybe.
0: And this Rollins, I mean, just comes across as a, 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 a poor man's version of the straight-edge society. It just Rollins can't pull it off. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'm a big fan of Rollins. I, I think you know authority rollins was one of the best heels that they had i I
2: don't know why he had to pull it off why does he have to do this what was wrong with seth rollins exactly i I, I don't know
0: yeah that's my point uh he was was great as a heel before and now he just comes across as very fake
1: and he's just not about anything straight edge society at least he had the the gimmick like we're straight edge we reject this we reject this i want rollins to like have like is he trying to sell a book or like make monday nights light. are the
0: best night like what's the yeah. what's is this,
1: the it's <laughs> all about amway ultimately and he wants to recruit you into having Tupperware parties with your friends and family um just something there needs to be like a hook in this whole thing yes um this is just platitudes. this is like actually this is worse than to me than bray wyatt at his worst because rollins is saying nothing
0: right yeah. Uh, um. So at least Bray White was believable. Like he sounded like he, he yeah, belonged. Like, you know,
1: it was creepy. It was interesting. Like I mean, I mean, we knew he wasn't going to win, but at least there was a little more uh, rhythm and sing songiness to it. Anyhow, uh, the Raw Women's Title match: Charlotte Flair versus Asuka, making a big deal about Charlotte's shoulder here. Asuka getting the win. Uh, afterwards, Naya attacking Charlotte. Um, oh no! Pardon me. No, saying she was going to attack her about when she was down, and then we saw that after the break, uh, or a little later in the show. But what did you think of Oscar versus Charlotte, Matt?
2: Oh, awesome! I love this match. Uh, good to see Oscar get a win. Get that win, actually. I thought um, very good. I do. I don't like seeing Charlotte. I, I think she's due She can lose and still be Charlotte Flair. I think she's also got to put Nia over. If I'm being honest, um, Nia doesn't have a any big, large, huge wins like that that yeah. I can remember. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. But didn't did Nia just lose to Asuka? Yeah. Yeah. Or was it a tie, a draw?
0: They're f- they, they she, she. It was a double countout, and then she oh, beat yeah. her on Raw the next night because the referee did a fast count.
2: Okay. So. I
1: don't know. I feel like with Charlotte, they're trying to do a complete babyface turn comeback arc here. That with Nia beating her up later, like we're going to see Charlotte have to face some adversity as a result of these injuries, and then come back with the crowd on her side.
0: That's what it looks like. Extreme Rules. I think it's Nia and Charlotte, and then and then they pretty much announced Sasha and uh, Oscar. So.
2: No, that's gonna be good.
0: That would be good. I, I just, you know, again, I just think there was such a cool story there with Oscar never beating Charlotte. I feel like this should have been saved for a pay-per-view where, you know, Oscar finally gets her she win.
2: Finally climbs that hill. Yeah? yeah, I mean, yeah. Because that is a pay-per-view. I would argue that oh, yeah. like potentially a pay-per-view main event match Yeah. I
0: that think that pay-per-view. that could have been a co-main event at SummerSlam. Seriously.
2: It was a
1: good match, but yeah, I think with Charlotte's shoulder and the way they sold that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like she still hasn't beaten... Uh, Asuka still hasn't beaten 100% Charlotte. You know, she, she beat an injured Charlotte. So it kind of still keeps that storyline going. But this match was really good. I mean, these, I mean they're awesome. Uh,
1: best in the Smokers World, $5 super chat. Do you all agree that with Rollins he's suffering the same fate as everyone else and that he's being put in a position to fail with this character?
2: Uh, some characters are much harder to pull off, though, to be fair to him. This is a very hard character to pull off, especially when you've had years. You remember my complaint to Vince was, Vince, I was just here six months ago with Team Lesnar, and I was talking just fine. No one's going to buy it. Don't worry about that. I tell them what to believe. I tell them. You know, well, we've had years of Seth Rollins being Seth Rollins. Now, all of a sudden, overnight, he's this messiah? That's what yeah. makes his thing right. so hard to pull off, and it's not fair to him.
0: Yeah, there was nothing that transitioned him to make him wow. turn that way.
2: And you know going to sound crazy? I remember even tell him Vince. Can we say I got hit by, hit by a car? Anything. <laughs> Something. <laughs> a coconut fell on because your head? I, I was really seriously, like, worried. I remember thinking, like, like where does it come from? Right. Oh, I have black hair and a black beard now. That'll do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh leon's duncan two dollars i love charlotte but face charlotte does not work I agree. she is better as a heel she is um, better as a heel
0: sasha uh sasha and charlotte both bailey i think is better as a babyface. face
2: but but moveset wise charlotte is a good baby face as a wrestler mm, sure but her mannerisms her promos definitely ill
1: no. So this Edge promo tonight, very intense. But where is this all going? I mean, Edge is out oh, no. with injury, but he's talking about you know Orton better uh, get some sleep all he can because uh, I mean, is Edge going to like catfish him or something? Like, what's going to ruin his credit? Like, what's Edge's plan if he can't wrestle him in the ring?
2: No, he, he just has... catfish.
1: Him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he just had surgery, so that's like eight months out. Yeah, that's what uh... I'm saying. So maybe he introduces a you know a, pro, a protege or something. I don't know.
2: Maybe they find a way to do it off campus, off you know. Oh, they, yeah. they, they they do something creative. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they easily could do a cinematic match. Something uh, But weird. Edge's promo was just off the hook. He was just freaking great in that promo.
2: he has got some realism in there. He just got yeah. he's probably irate with with his body or, or whatever, the, the the timing of it, I'm sure. Because he's never physically looked better in his life. He's no, never fantastic. looked like that before, yeah.
0: And now with his beard trimmed, he looks young. Like He looks so much younger with that beard trimmed.
2: That was a good call.
0: Yeah. I, I thought his promo was just fantastic. But yeah, to your point, Glenn, it's making you excited about a match that's not going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, right.
1: Um, and then Orton responded calling out Edge and uh Christian. Um but yeah, talking about when a snake feels cornered.
0: I thought I thought Orton was gonna that punt Ric Flair. Yeah. Yeah, me too.
1: Yeah, I'm curious where this is going, just because they're gonna have to get inventive with it now going they forward.
2: Are. But Orton's promo, we gotta say that was a good promo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh these, Mark, these guys are the best. Steve chili Buck ninety nine is Seth less of a star without Roman.
2: I don't anything to do with that. I think mm. it's just a crappy character he's having to pull off.
0: Yeah. It just comes across as contrived.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: so, let's see. Uh, Charlotte was icing her shoulder down, and then Naya attacked her. Hit her, uh, injured her arm, hit her with a storage bin, conjured her with a the woo, then left. So, yeah, they're uh, really building this. Um, Akira Tozawa versus our truth for the 24-7 title, uh, Bobby Lashley was out there with MVP. Uh, Lashley manhandling Truth with Full Nelson when Truth was down. Akira Tozawa pinned and got the win. Uh, so the Ninjas are not going anywhere on the show.
0: The it's Giant Ninja... It's a win. Yeah. The Giant Ninja disappeared. They didn't do anything with him this week. Yeah. Liv
1: Morgan versus Natalia. Um, I'm gonna, That guy's gonna DM me about this, asking if Liv's being buried because Natalia yes. won this match.
0: She is being it's... buried.
1: I don't get it. Do we,
2: yeah, I, I don't know. Is that just because she was like maybe a Paul Heyman project and oh, maybe I think is so. They're a way of saying, "Ha ha ha, you're not our, pro-, you know." Like that's the stupidest thing ever. By the way, if that's it the is. Truth.
0: It we is. Don't do that
2: with talent, especially one that God forbid could get over. Like, they're no longer in the business of letting, of talents getting over. They're really not. They play these games, you know what I mean? And this feels like it's one of those stupid games they play.
0: I don't get it, too, because she, she seems like she would check all the boxes that Vince would like, you Vince know? Vince
2: would like. He, he, she does, so I don't get it either.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, they teased her later in the show with Ruby Riot. so maybe the Riot squad get back together. Maybe the two of them is uh, a tag team.
0: I don't see that as an ascension for Liv Morgan, though. It's... I hope she does something better than that. She's better than that.
1: Well, her she, singles she, career hasn't been going great. It's not, it her was, fault.
0: It's not Yeah, fault. she it's was starting fault. to gain some momentum there for a bit. She uh, she had a great yes. match with Natalia, and then they just had her had Charlotte beat her, and then took her off TV for weeks, and then now she's just losing every she week. So
2: has, she has something. She
0: yeah. does.
1: Um. So nkb0321 saying carrying across the devil versus the demon Balor? question mark big fan love from singapore first huh? time i'm able to catch you guys live good luck matt
2: huh.
1: thank you so thank much thank
2: you nkb new kids
0: is that is that
1: isn't that what they used to be in NKB. nkotb, N-K-O-T-B.
0: Oh, okay all right i'm an old man
1: how dare you you know get it wrong
0: and disparaged... I, 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 Menudo people. was my was my group.
1: Disparaged Danny, Donnie, <laughs> Joey, Jordan, and John. Wait, which, ah. which, which which lineup of Menudo?
0: I'm just kidding. I don't know who they are. Oh,
1: because I'll talk Menudo <laughs>
0: with you. I don't even think I can name a Menudo song.
1: But. What about the one on Silver Spoons they did? When uh, Ricky got them to play his birthday party oh. to impress that huh. girl.
0: I did not even know that.
1: Yes. Yes big episode of silver spoons anyhow uh i mean <laughs> just team five dollars hi matt wondering whose promos you used to study as a wrestler before wrestling also andrade versus mcintyre was great in nxt they could do that
2: again um people uh, at first we oh,
1: oh.
0: Last.
2: Well,
1: never know
0: so uh with silver spoons you remember alfonso yeah. Ribeiro was on that show
1: Oh, yes, I do. Did
0: you ever hear that rumor that he had died uh, doing the neck spin? You know, doing the... oh
1: uh... no, no.
0: Oh, that was uh, as a kid. I thought he had died because uh, uh, doing the breakdancing move. The, 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 neck, the neck spin, uh, not what Booker T would do with the back, but on the neck. Yeah. And um, and then when Fresh Prince of Bel-Air came out, I was like, oh, my God, he's alive. Anyway.
1: I was trying to find his guide to breakdancing that you could order, where it came with, like, a foot chart to tell you where to put your feet. And there was a record with all the coolest breakdancing songs.
0: I can still do. I can still do the moonwalk. I learned it from uh, I, Alfonso. Uh,
1: well, there you go. I've uh, never been able to breakdance successfully. Ah. I would uh, get down the ground and try and do a dolphin dive. Uh, also, I think I thought that you could just sort of do it. So I would try to do like the windmill kick. Like th- Hopefully, there's no footage of out of me at like seven years old trying to breakdance on cardboard at the Oakland Alameda Boys and Girls Club. You know? <laughs> Be highly uh, embarrassing.
0: Uh, let's see. Five tangents so far. That's uh, better That's than nothing. usual. Uh draw saying the headspin. Thank you, draws. Ah. That's what I meant, the headspin. Um. Yes. Um Oh, here, James, uh, a controversial statement. here Punky Brewster greater than Silver Spoons. Um, Different strokes better than both, in my absolutely.
1: opinion. Absolutely. I rewatched uh we were talking about the other day, the Punky Brewster episode where uh they were playing hide and go seek and Cherry hid in the fridge. Refrigerator that was oh, started, yeah. passed out, and CPR was a whole thing. So, Punky Brewster's streaming on Peacock in advance of the new uh reboot they're doing, and that has not aged well at all.
0: Wasn't there a, a freaky one where they went to Hawaii and there was a freaky idol, or maybe You're that was the, the Brady, Brady Bunch? That so was, it was a, like Brady, a bunch.
1: Brady Bunch, like two or three parter, right? Uh, Brady Bunch always opened their season with the multi part episodes, like where they went to the Grand Canyon that time, yeah, they rode the donkeys down. Um, all yes, right. well, uh, I
0: guess that's uh. Let's I'll keep going until happens. Matt, and we'll just...
1: By the way, back. waiting for update on uh, Friday's show, uh, uh, Justin Labar vowed that he's going to get Jaleel White to do a Family Matters podcast with him where they go episode by episode. Oh, so man. stay tuned for more news on that. Um, <laughs> we also learned that Matt Morgan, not a fan of the Family Matters. Oh, Really? Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I mean,
0: Winslow, how can you not be a fan of Winslow?
1: I know. You know what's weird is I was watching uh, a movie called Plain Clothes over the weekend, it came out in 1988. It's about like a police detective that's 30 years old that goes undercover in high school. But uh, in the very beginning, he's in the, the precinct, and, uh, and Carl Winslow yeah. was uh, Reginald Bell Johnson, was a cop again. So we got that, we got Die Hard. He played a lot of police officers. Isn't
0: Urkel in uh, the Big Show's show? Is he? I think so. I think he's in the Big Show show on Netflix.
1: Uh, Bad News Brown is asking, did I have Michael Jackson's glove too? I, I did. think everybody owned that. I did. Everybody owned that. That was huge.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: was a huge deal.
0: You, you look at my Twitter, we uh, we bedazzled a guitar, my do- my daughter's old guitar. They they have their own now, but uh, their old guitar, we bedazzled it Tay Tay style. It's pretty badass, so you guys got to check it out on my Twitter. Raj Geary303.
1: There you go, uh, Anthony Y four ninety nine saying, "I know this is random, but you guys should watch Woods and Breeze and Adam Cole and Cesaro playing Uno on Up Up Down Down YouTube channel. Check that out, <laughs> Pure Entertainment."
0: I used to be a, 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 an Uno genius.
1: Now, is the point of Uno that you're trying to get it down to only having one card left, and that's why it's called Uno?
0: Yeah, and oh. you got it. well, you're, you're trying to get to zero, but you have to make sure to say Uno when you're down to one card.
1: Interesting. I've never actually played Uno before kind of passed me by um so natalia one over live morgan speaking of the big show he was backstage with charlie caruso i'm plugging the big show show on netflix
0: the big show has looked the same for like the last 15 years
1: well because he's always looked middle-aged and i don't mean that like arn anderson yeah 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 there are some people that never looked young yeah it's just their
0: thing. Well, they, uh, in WCW, he looked young there for a couple years. And then he looked middle-aged the rest, uh, the rest of his tenure.
1: Which has got to be kind of weird, right? I mean, you think as a teenager, you'd be like, "Oh, I could buy alcohol and lottery tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, probably as you get older, you know.
0: Oh. Yeah. Some, pe- some people in the chat are trying to think that they could take me in Uno. No, no way, guys. <laughs> it's not happen.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, Eddie O'Mang, Buck99, do you think Finn will get called back up? Well, we learned why Finn's been a little uh, distant or not seen as much lately. Um, his father beat COVID-19. Yeah. Learned Con- recently.
0: Congrats to Finn. Absolutely. and uh, His dad Has went through a lot of stuff over last year, and COVID, the most recent, but yeah.
1: Um. So, what next? What next? Uh, they announced... Ziggler versus McIntyre for Extreme Rules. Oh, uh, Ric Flair was out there in the ring praising Randy Orton. Uh, Big Show enters. It was weird they're kind of reviving this legend killer idea against Big Show.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be the match at Extreme Rules, Big Show and uh, Randy Orton.
2: You guys hear me okay? Yeah. yeah. Um, It's just a way to steal a pay-per-view with Big Show. It's good use of them for... Something happening on the fly with Orton's original opponent, you know, getting put on the the shelf with an injury. Um, Real quick, to answer that fan's question. Oh, yeah. I'd watch promos of Jim Cornette, Jerry Lawler, um, uh, Ric Flair, obviously. Uh, The Rock was still in his prime at the time. Um, But really, it was more about me and my own bathroom sink mirror every morning working on creating a promo that i could cut on everybody on the current roster at the time so i had one for everybody so if i ever had a dark match and they bring me back in the promo room you couldn't stump me with somebody not to get a promo i, I had them for everybody there you go hmm.
0: and we've seen it on this this show a bunch of times in the past matt you're like uh it's like a uh... You're like B Rabbit from Eight Mile. Like you, you just give a topic, and you just, you just go off. Thanks,
1: brother. Um, so women's tag team title match: The Iconics versus Sasha Banks and Bailey. Not super competitive. Uh, Royce tapped out of the bank statement for Sasha Banks and Bailey to win and retain their titles. The big news was after, where they made it seem like it was going to be the lamest way ever. To get a title match between Banks and Bailey at Extreme Rules, Sasha saying, "You know, I'm thinking I want to go with the title." And then the swerve was that she's going to challenge Asuka for the Raw Women's Title at Extreme Rules. Asuka came out, and uh, yeah, the the match is set.
2: This okay, I will reserve my burial of caring about Sasha versus uh, uh, Bailey. If Sasha is the champion, Bailey's the women's ch- other champion, that for me would infuse a lot into that feud. I would care. That would be huge.
0: You know what someone uh, mentioned on my Twitter was Sasha winning and Bailey's the champ, and they're the t- the two-man power trip, like uh, Triple H and Steve Austin back in the day, where they're just running rough shine, and then eventually comes down to the two of them. I, I think, yeah. again, I'm giving them too much credit, but I think that would be yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs>
1: The the chat room is outraged now, Raj, about this revelation tonight. I'll just ask this before I uh, recap it for Matt. Matt, you big fan of the uh, the card game Uno? You play that much growing up? Yeah. Never played it. I never played it before what? the chat room. What? Saying this oh, is like man. worse than Raj and the Goonies.
2: Hmm. It's not worse than Goonies chat room. <laughs> and that was my big reward when I was in special education. One of my rewards if I paid attention for two straight hours. I was allowed to go play Uno for like ten minutes, maybe, with the teachers. Eight. I oh. love Uno. Yeah. So I really probably overrank.
0: Michael Virus saying, "Raj, I'm undefeated at Uno. I'll own you." <laughs> Just when you think you're doing well, Michael, draw four, mother. Anyway,
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna we should find online Uno whenever Wrestling Inc. Uno League.
2: We should uh,
1: we get this going. Uh, anyhow, uh, so uh, yeah, they attacked Oscar. Um, I don't think they made the match. Up. Show, but it looks like that's where they're going for extreme rules, and I think Oscar versus Sasha Banks will be fantastic.
2: It will be. Yeah, I agree. That's going to be really good and unexpected. I like that. Yeah,
0: it's been a while since they wrestled too, so it's kind of a fresh match. I like it.
1: Uh, we had the VIP lounge with uh, MVP trying to recruit Apollo Cruz, uh, Shelton Benjamin coming out. And um attacking him and then the match Shelton Benjamin versus Apollo Cruz and Apollo picking up the win. After that, Bobby Lashley coming out and manhandling Cruz. Um what do you think of the this whole segment, Matt?
2: I still think Shelton looks like a million bucks, and it's hard for me to look at him as a jobber. Like yeah. he looks so good. He's six foot four, he's shredded and big at the same time somehow. Um and he's a great wrestler hmm but um i don't know uh good it was a good somewhat like next chapter for apollo cruz i thought that he needs to continue taking it's the next page of his story this was, this was good
0: i like i mean this is the most uh interesting i think apollo cruz has been since he started yeah. uh, with the company i, I feel like that. mvp is just fantastic in his role he is just great on the mic He's making, he's building Apollo Crews. I mean, I think uh, you look with Lashley and Apollo in the segment, I think uh, Apollo got the most out of it. So uh, yeah. kudos to MVP. But I agree with you, Matt. Uh, as Shelton, I wish, he, he, he always seemed like a foot away from superstardom. You know what I mean? Like he was just there and just, just never got that, that right hook to, to go to the next level. So, the last
1: segment was Rey Mysterio in the ring with Dominic. And uh, this was interesting. I mean, this was almost as much Dominic's promo, it felt like, as it was Rey's. Um, and the way they're integrating him into this angle now, full on, uh, Rollins came out. And uh, yeah, we had Austin Theory and Murphy come out booze. Um, Aleister Black and Umberto Carrillo attacked Murphy and Theory. They were going for uh, Rollins to to do the same eye spot that he did to Ray. Um, it's interesting that th- out of all the angles and everything going on right now, they think this is the go home segment on Raw.
2: Yeah, I agree. This
0: is, I mean, they they're turning it into a big a big deal. You know, Mysterio versus Rollins. I mean, I'm assuming that's SummerSlam. Um,
2: I don't care about that match. Yeah, I
0: yeah, I'm kind of the double. same way. they they're spending a lot of time on it, but. I'm more interested in seeing Dominic versus Rollins. I'm, I'm curious.
2: Yeah. Seriously, me too. I care. The only thing I cared about in the storyline I was going to say was uh, Dominic. Yeah.
1: Man, if you had a uh, Ray managing like Dominic and Umberto like as a tag team, like there's a lot of good stuff you could do.
2: That's I want to see Dominic call. compete. I want to see Dominic why too. That's a, why that's a smart call? What you just said. Yeah. Was because you could have him learn by standing on the apron. Yeah. And Just come in and protect his strengths and hide his weaknesses. I would think that's a great idea, Glenn. Something, right? I mean,
0: I feel the like thing is Humberto kind of sucks charisma out of people. Uh, yeah,
1: but Dom, I mean, but you need to surround Dominic with people. Yeah. Um, like I think it would be good for him. He's he's essentially been an on-screen character uh, for the last what ten months now.
2: Yes, yeah, it's, been, it's... And, and he's exceeded every time. He's exceeded the little bit they give him. Yeah. yeah.
0: Was uh, when Ray faced Brock? Was that the last Survivor Series or the one before?
2: I think that was the last
0: one. It was the last one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, that feels like a long on. time ago. Yeah.
1: So I mean, that was Raw tonight. This I'll say this. Even though there's a lot of stuff, that might sound more criticizing. This was a fast-paced show. This flew by compared to. This was.
2: This was good.
1: I like that these. Show was good.
0: Yeah, I like these Pritchard episodes. I mean, we're only two in so far, but they move a lot faster than the Heyman episodes where it's like 40 minutes with the same people doing an interview and then a 30 minute match. And then it doesn't matter. I, I I feel like raw the past two weeks has been easy to watch. Yep. The easiest has been a long time.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we got a couple super chats. Eddie O'Mang buck 99 wants to know Matt Morgan. Other than Matt Morgan, what ring name would you use?
0: Uh, if you weren't allowed marauder. to use your <laughs> <Mass> room. <Marauder. laughs> that was...
2: No, uh... no, the revolting blob.
0: <laughs> mass Marauder. That was uh, the Miller Lite commercial. You remember that?
2: Yeah. I don't know where I got that from, but I used yeah. to hate my name, just like we all hate our voices, too, in real life. I hated my name. So, thank God I was in an era where we got to keep our real names. And then go make money not have the change. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, I was thinking it was in uh in Learning the Ropes, it was the masked maniac. That's what I was thinking about. And yeah. Steve Williams doubled for Lyle Alzado. I always thought Lyle Alzado did the wrestling at that. Shocked to learn that Steve Williams did that instead.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: No. Yeah. Uh Terrence Witted, five dollars. <laughs> Seth Rollins or Brody Lee, who's better at their current gimmick?
2: Brody Lee, but his isn't so it isn't so dark. It's only dark when he makes his his group that's underneath him, his cult or whatever you want to call it, uh, do like I don't know, like he when he gets on them. But his character is also it goes in a different direction. It goes in that Vince McMahon direction, which I pop for continuously. That,
0: yeah. that, that is humorous, but I I don't think the Dark Order is doing Brody Lee any favors right now.
2: It's not, but he is a. He's better at more comfortable looking than Seth Rollins.
0: No, oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. But oof, the Dark Order, I think it's just poison. They need to get him away from that. He's too. Yeah. He he can do the Vince stuff on his own and away from that because I think they're they're just bringing him down.
1: Sure. Yeah. Ah, do got anything else,
0: Rush? us? Uh, yeah. Well, hold uh, hold on one second. Uh, oh, do, 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 do. Uh, what a. <laughs>
2: What a great episode!
1: <laughs> if I ever start saying that, you better ask how many margaritas and coronas I had before. I, got it. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, Bruce Pritchard, you lovable scamp! You understand this business. You get me and what I'm looking for in a wrestling show."
0: <laughs> so we talked about Dolph and uh, Dolph and Bobby Roode both moving to Raw. Ali is also moving to Raw. So apparently. At one point, it seemed like he was the hacker, right? Like that whole hacker gimmick. Yes, it seems like they yes. just dropped that completely.
2: Oh, you don't say, go, hacker, chat room. I told you, <laughs> nobody cares about that character.
0: <laughs> it, uh, they got people. They got people talking, and of course, uh, they just drop it. But uh, Not I it am was bish. A
2: character, because people want to guess. Hey, maybe it could be this person or that person. Not because the <laughs> character was. The
0: right. Uh, I am Vish from India. 100 rupees, uh, saying uh, just in time post sleep from India. Who is the next Roxena level? And like to know your thoughts after five years from now. Who is the next big I, name?
2: I I, I I think it won't even be somebody in this roster yet. I think it's gonna be somebody we don't even see coming. I really do. It's gonna be somebody we don't see coming. I mean, or my original prediction: we will never see someone on that level individually ever again. <laughs> Cena is the last of the John Cena rock don't call loco game Bruno's
0: Yeah, cuz the handcuffs are on now. Like Cena didn't have those handcuffs where he was allowed to they do those promos.
2: But but it's also WWE now almost pulls you back down when you get to a certain height now. Yeah. So yeah. they're not trying to get people over, it's the brand that they continue to push the most. Not yeah. individual talent.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: Huh. Um, okay. I guess news-wise, that was about it. We covered a lot before the show. Um, Yeah. Okay. We... Thanks, guys. Oh, the backstage. Backstage is oh, being... Yes. On FS1. Basically, it's been canceled. Ah, um,
2: uh, I like that.
0: Shit, I, I, man, whenever CM Punk was on that show, I thought it was, uh, thought it was great.
2: He did go with... with Bret Hart the other week. That was good.
0: I thought it was awesome. Yeah, him and Bret were, were great, but... Uh yeah apparently, FS1 is oh. scaling back production on their boxing and and WWE programming, and so backstage no longer being produced weekly and uh, basically it's being done away with. So. Uh, so
2: does that mean CM Punk's thing was a failure?
0: I mean he was only on like once a month, and usually when he was on the oh. ratings were up, but it never it was such a low rated show even with CM Punk on it was under two hundred thousand viewers. Um. Which you know that's less than Impact was doing, you know when when they were on uh yeah they you know the, the past stations that they were on uh, Destination America and stuff so yeah
1: yeah um let's see I oh, we just got a couple other super chats here uh sorry uh, David M WWE dropped the ball but not referencing the town hall and Rollins calling Dominic a stupid kid I love you guys what was that.
0: The town hall.
1: Did they have one about the everything that's going on with the the health stuff? Did WWE have one?
0: This I is the first one. So. here. I
1: don't, I don't okay. get calling them a stupid kid. Yeah, I don't know. It. We're missing the story. Um, Sorry. So, and then lastly, Savan Varvar five dollars. Hey guys, thanks for everything on my bread route. Uh, Matt, did Vince tell you which words in your
2: promo to stutter? <laughs> ah. <laughs> no. Maybe I should have asked. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> No. No, I just, on my own, I just started to. Eventually, I I was doing a broadcast with Taz. It was during Big Show versus Muhammad Hassan match. And I was supposed to cause distraction so Big Show could get screwed and Muhammad Hassan could pick up the pin. And uh, I was on Commentary Taz and I was trying to, in that, try something new, which was. Getting stuck stammering a word and then replace it with a completely different word that you didn't mm. see coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, if it walks like the d- 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 fish, you know, like <laughs> you know, something weird like that and something that makes no sense. But um, that nobody gave me direction with it whatsoever.
0: Did you ever hear, was it definitely from Vince or did someone else come up with the idea and Vince ran with
2: it? No, 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 no. no. This was Vince in his office. It, oh, yeah.
0: Such a weird idea. To come, to, for a guy your size. Yeah. You know?
2: That's a whole you, you, I told you, you probably don't remember, but his analogy of selling this was if you were going into a nightclub and see a really beautiful woman and then you go up to talk to her and she turns around and has this really deep, bassy voice. And I was like, no. Can't that's <laughs> ever happen in everything. So no. I, no, yeah. no. sir. And i did say that obviously, but in my head I'm like, no, I have it, you know. <laughs> but that was like his analogy. Like he wanted like on this not to sound arrogant, but this to him, this what's it, great A athletes that, you know, 6'9", uh-huh. 300 pounds, whatever the hell they build me at. You have to have an Achilles. And I disagreed with it. I thought that arrogance should be my appeal I could do it in different ways. Do for me. But uh, no, we thought the stuttering character and being defensive over, even though nobody's making fun of me, it's all in my head. Hmm. You know what I mean? was I was like, that's gonna make me baby defensive. Yeah. Sure. But man, yeah.
1: there you have it. Um, so. We will see everyone Wednesday night when we talk about AEW versus NXT yeah. on USA. Until then, he's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Raj Geary underscore 303. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Everyone take care. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay sane. And we'll see you back here Wednesday on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Bye, guys. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping